The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Less than two weeks to go now to one of my favourite shows of the year here on The Last Word, our annual tech show, our gadget show. We're doing it on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. So in Tech Thursday for the next couple of weeks, we're not going to be talking about products that you can buy. We're going to be talking about wider tech issues with Andy O'Donoghue, who, of course, is essential to our annual gadget show. And Andy, let's start with, I think a lot of people this morning would have woken up to something that you have warned them about, that they would be given an option of either paying for their Instagram or getting it for free, although nothing really is for free, Andy, is it? Well, nothing's for free, Matt, with, uh, particularly with social media companies. And it's our data, essentially, that pays our way online. Most of the services we use that we think are free, our data is used to target ads that companies like Facebook and Google charge their customers for. And now we're at the point where Meta are offering to everybody in the EU and the uh, economic area and Switzerland will now have the choice to pay to use Facebook and Instagram. And if you pay, you won't see any ads. Or, But if you don't want to pay, you will still see ads that Facebook say are relevant to you. And the cost, Matt, is a tenner a month, $9.99. But if you subscribe via iOS and Android, it'll be almost, it'll be $13, $12.99 a month. So if anybody is paying, please make sure you do it on the web. Well, I saw my twelve ninety nine bill uh, for Instagram. I'm not on Facebook because you deleted it for me <laughs> on air one night, but I still have the Instagram account. And it's so I wonder, are they deliberately pitching the price so high to try and persuade people to opt for the free option? Because that's really where there's more money for Meta in it. Absolutely right. I think unquestionably, you know, they could have charged a few dollars a month for this. I mean, it is not an insignificant charge. I mean, you're talking, you know, um, heading on to 120, 150 uh, euros a year, which is, you know, Matt, you can get a streaming service, you get Netflix for that or Amazon Prime. So it's a surprisingly high amount of money. And of course, they would rather people continued to see the ads because that's how they make most of their revenue. And also, the data is useful for them, not just in providing uh, or uh, publishing an ad that you see, but the cumulative use of data is incredibly useful for other things within a huge company like Meta or Facebook. So what will you be doing? Will you pay the charge or will you go for the free service? Uh, like you, I don't use Facebook. I am on Instagram and I won't pay to use it. I'm happy to see ads and uh, Matt, I'm of the mind. I would actually rather see personalized ads. And I, I think, uh, you know, I spoke about this recently that, you know, one of the losers in this are small businesses because Facebook's ad targeting system is so good. It allows companies, even small ones and even niche businesses, to reach customers. And it's, you know, I know we have to balance privacy, but we can do that and, you know, still have businesses accessing the customers they need to. Okay, something else has come out this week. Tell us about the new EU rules aimed at curbing disinformation on social media in particular. So this is... uh 
Oh, this is uh, disinformation. Uh, you know, is, is, is I suppose we're at the cusp of what is quite a significant kind of time, because we have um, U.S. election next year, we have Irish elections coming up, we have U.K. elections coming up, and the disinformation problem is significant. And so we are seeing lots of effort by the EU uh, and also uh, warnings from around the world about disinformation and how it's going to be curbed online. So one of the things that we're going to uh, see, for instance, um, is um, clearly labelled political ads, uh, disclosing who paid. And uh, this is, you know, not only who paid, but how much they paid, apparently. And all of this comes, I suppose, in the light uh, of the Americans warning that there may be Russian interference in elections in Ireland. This is particularly the European elections they're suggesting next year, the European Parliament elections in June. Well, uh, uh, yes, exactly. Now, apparently Ireland has not been targeted before. And there there are a number of initiatives going on. For instance, only last week, I think Microsoft announced a new feature that will allow politicians to watermark their official messages. And so we have seen sort of the advent of incredibly sophisticated deepfakes. Deepfakes uh, showing somebody you know, someone you may have trusted or somebody you may be thinking of voting for telling a story that you don't agree with. This is the sort of disinformation that is very sophisticated. And Matt, generally, this type of disinformation is not done by um, uh, sole bad actors. It is generally nation states who engage in this sort of thing. And that's what the EU, that's what the Americans are trying to stamp out, particularly at a time when global politics are so charged. And only this uh, only this morning, I was listening to Fiona Hill talking about her experience over the last couple of years and how she believes that we are likely to see multiple countries interfering in elections over the next year or two. Very briefly, Andy, I know you're in Portugal. You go to the Web Summit, I believe, next week. You will be reporting from there for us. But might you be the only person at it? (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, all 70,000 people who have bought or got tickets will be there. Um, Obviously, um, the... Portuguese Prime Minister resigned this week, so he would usually be there on opening night. He probably won't. But Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations, I think will be there. And there will be a huge crowd, Matt. I'm looking forward to seeing um, or feeling the mood and the humour. But there will be, I think, 25 Irish startups in the Irish Hub. Looking forward to meeting them. And um, I'll tell you all about it next week. Excellent. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you. Uh, Kevin and Dong Law also points out that Apple TV's Prime has gone up by three euro to nine euro ninety nine. I noticed that, and it gave me reason to think: Do I really need Apple TV? Could I be doing without that at a cost of ten euro a month? The last word with Matt Cooper, weekdays from four thirty. Today.